for me Something you call love But confess You've been a messin' Where you shouldn't have been a messin' And now someone else is getting all your best These boots are made for walking And that's just what they'll do One of these days these boots are gonna walk all over you Hello and welcome to Something Cinematic This is episode number 26 And Something Cinematic is a film and television podcast Where we talk about what we've been watching My name is George Lopez And with me is Mike Gonzalez Thanks for having me (laughs) Welcome back Finally, you were off for a couple of episodes, but yeah, glad to have you back, man. We also have a very special guest here today, a great friend, Mr. Christopher Matris. Hello. So, this is a pretty special episode. Reason being is that we're going to do a top five military movie list. We're all going to share top fives. And, let, you know, some most everybody knows that Chris and I joined the military together. And so, we haven't seen each other. It's been a couple of years. When was the last time you were here? I was here back two years ago before I went to the Netherlands. Yeah. So uh, I was a wise one. Got to fight the Dutch. (laughs) (laughs) To fight the Dutch. Well, we work with the Dutch. Uh, Mike, we don't fight. For now. (laughs) You learn their ways for when the war happens. We kind of live in their country. We really don't fight the Dutch. But uh, so Chris and I joined the military together in 2002. We also joined with another friend of ours, David, who couldn't be here today. But, you know, we joined... 2002 I got out in 2007 I was in for 5 years and uh, you're still in you've been in for 11 years now 11 years so what do you do right now well I'm in between right now I'm military police I work on a desk I do college now we've both taken different routes I got out after my contract was over you stayed in I re-enlisted a a couple times yeah you're gonna make a career out of it 20 years 9 more to go yeah so you know it's really it's You know, it's a special occasion whenever you're in town because we all don't see each other as much. I'm glad other people think that it's a special occasion. Yeah, definitely, man. Because when I'm not here, you don't think about me. I mean, some of us us accept his Skype calls, so it's (laughs) a little less special if you've had contact with him. And some of us don't remember Skype calls, but we're not going to go there. So we three, me, Chris, and Mike here, we all went to high school together. So we've known each other a very long time. And, you know, like I thought it would be a very, very special episode to just take this rare opportunity. And because you're a movie lover just like us. So I thought it would be really special for us to sit down and talk about the military a little bit and about our favorite movies. So what we're going to do this episode is, like I said, talk about our top five favorite movies. You know, I, I know we still have our Oscar wager. Uh-huh. You know, I lost our Oscar wager. Right. We haven't talked about that. Second year in a row you've lost. The second one in a row, in a row I've lost. But I think we're going to hold that hold that off for, mm. for another episode, right? Who, what was that? Sure. Uh, for, for those of us that didn't catch that. <laughs> <laughs> right. So we have an Oscar wager. We had an Oscar wager last year where we yep. pick every single Oscar winner. Like we pick who we thought was going to win for each category. The person that got the, the most wrong had to review a terrible a movie. movie of the other person's choosing. Yeah. So the last time he lost, he had to watch Baby Geniuses 2. Yes. What's the subtitle? God. Uh, well, it was Super Babies. Oh, Super Babies, Baby, Baby Geniuses, Geniuses too. too. And I had to talk about it on the show, give like full in-depth <laughs> review yeah. of it. Which I felt kind of bad about yeah. uh, making him watch that. Uh, <laughs> mainly because it was the sequel, and you don't want to throw someone into a story right. without having seen the original. So that means you saw the original. No. <laughs> no, he just... I don't even know what made you think but of I that. But I was able to rectify that It was so specific, year. too. Baby Geniuses 2. <laughs> Like, oh my I God. think I literally just looked like uh, like worst movies on Netflix thing. <laughs> yeah, so I, I already watched the movie that you told me to watch. Mm. We'll talk about that another time, I guess. So that's um, not discussed what was what you had to watch? N- not yet. Oh. It hasn't been discussed yet. We'll, we'll talk about it uh, yeah. when we record it, right? Uh, I guess. I, let's just say long-time listeners will be rewarded. <laughs> right. <laughs> the five of you guys out there. But yeah, okay, so... Um, we're gonna what we're gonna do is gonna start off just like normal on all of our other top five lists. Just start from five and move down to number one. And uh, as Mike beers himself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so this is really quick process because you've only been in town for two days so far, right, Chris? Yes. And you're gonna you're only here for like 
five two days. Two more days. <laughs> like two more days. Three more days. Yeah. So this is a, a list that we often giving together. a lot of personal information about Chris out on this show. Yeah, sure, you know. I mean, so he, if he not? gets murdered at some I'm, point over this weekend. <laughs> he knows yeah. all about OPSEC, too, so this is really disappointing. Yeah, yeah you're, you're fine. <laughs> Ain't nobody in the military going to listen to this. All right. Anyways, so what's your rank? Where do you stay? What's your address? <laughs> <laughs> Social security number. Well, you know, okay. Well, let me just, be, before we actually get into the list, all right, because we said we're going to talk a little bit about the military, right? So what are some of the places that you've been to? Let's see. After basic, after we went to basic together for Leonardwood, Missouri, went to El Paso. That was nice. It grew on me. I didn't like it at first. That's what we call being place. in the shit in the military, right? <laughs> Going to El Paso? <laughs> not necessarily. No, no. That's not how you refer to shitty places? <laughs> no, no, no. This is no, coming no. from the <laughs> <laughs> That's actually quite the opposite. Anyways, you know this. I know that. It's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm the comic relief. All right. <laughs> since I have no military experience. So, Chris. So, Fort Bliss, Texas. El Paso. Mm-hmm. Went to Iraq. Went back to Fort Bliss. Then to Germany. After Germany, we went to Fort Riley, Kansas. And at this point, you had gotten out. Yeah. So I yeah. was out, yeah. I think it was out before that. Well, in Germany. Yeah. When you were in that Germany, was five out. years. And then now you're in, in the Netherlands. So you went from Kansas to the Netherlands, I went from right? stateside to overseas, stateside to overseas. Okay. Yeah, so, so I was living the so, join the military, see, see the world. This is the thing about the Netherlands. I didn't even know about the Netherlands. I went to Iraq in between uh, Fort Riley too. So uh, yeah, again, for me, what happened was we went to basic training together. We were actually in the same platoon, so we were able to train together for seventeen weeks. You know, I think we were supposed to all stay together too. Yeah, I remember that because we totally messed yeah. up something <laughs> in basic training, and the drill sergeant said, "F this." Yes, <laughs> like you yeah. guys. Because so our they friend specifically Dave... mentioned us, like. <laughs> We had three people that put three different things. Yes, they did, didn't they? I totally forgot about that. So anyway, so our friend Dave was was in a different platoon from our company. So yeah. you and I were actually, we spent a lot of uh, training together. He for was those so 17 lonely weeks. over there. Too. I know, poor guy. Poor guy. And now he's lonely right and now. now. <laughs> Here he is, left off the reunion podcast. And he couldn't make it tonight. Well, well a big congratulations to him. Um, he just had a second child, uh, so that's why he couldn't be here because his his, uh, his lady is in a hospital right now. They just had a baby, so congratulations. But yeah, so like congratulations, you, Dave. <laughs> um, I'm not congratulating. That's still not that's not an acceptable excuse to not be here. <laughs> but yeah, so same thing. Get your for me. priority straight, Dave. Um, so I was, you know, we did our training together for four and a half months, and then we all got we got stationed at different places. You went to Fort uh, Fort Bliss. It really seems like you got the shittiest. I did. I got the shitty end of the deal because I I ended up going to Fort Campbell, Kentucky, and less than a month later, (laughs) that's what this whole show is about. It's like this is his opportunity to give it to you. He was never at Fort Campbell. So you son of a bitch. Less than a month later, I'm in fucking Africa. (laughs) (laughs) In the fucking desert. But that's a pretty. I mean, you got to. Djibouti wasn't that bad. Talk about seeing the world. Let me just explain I mean, this you had a situation. Bar out there. That was like three months in, though. When I first got there, it was horrible. A small All little tiny base. Horrible. Dude, it was like. Iraq mid- was horrible the first. Africa, Do horrible places you know, sell t shirts with their name on it? Yeah. Do horrible places sell t shirts with their name on it? I have a Djibouti t shirt. I got you one, yes. That's what I'm saying. Hard Rock Vacation Djibouti. resorts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> House of Blues, Djibouti. Anyways. <laughs> So I was stationed in... They really in, trail so, off. So I went to, I went to uh, Africa a month after I got to Fort Campbell, Shit. after training. Yeah. And from Africa... For a racist out, guy, it's really we found hard. Out, <laughs> we found out about the war in Iraq. I, were you in day one of the war? I, no, we came like a month after. Oh, uh, so I was But well, we, we led yeah. for so that day. So once again, <laughs> I was in Iraq. <laughs> no, this, day one of the war. This gesticulation is why we need a video. <laughs> why we need to make this a video podcast. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Anyway, so I was, I was in Iraq. They wanted the war. And he's so. pointing his finger at me. So you giving fault. you the sassy neck. <laughs> All right. So yeah. So you know, I was. So I went from Africa straight to Kuwait, and then from Kuwait, we you know the invasion of Iraq took place, and I came back to the states for about seven months for Campbell, Kentucky again. Worked the road as a military police for maybe a couple months, and ended up going to Afghanistan for a year. So I was in Afghanistan for a year. And I came back to the States. Um, I was actually in the States at Fort Campbell for a little over a year, I think. And then I found out we were going to be going back to Iraq. 
And I said, enough of this shit. Fuck Chris. Fuck Dave. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I was like, I'm not going to go back there. I, I called just like you did um, to try to go to the Netherlands. And he goes um, to Korea. That's I ended Korea. up going to Korea. And so I was stationed in, in South Korea right outside of Seoul for my last year in the military, which ended up being a great freaking decision because Korea is amazing. And it was the best year of my life. So at least I and you got to see it before North Korea blows it up, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> so you can treasure yeah. those moments. So you know, yeah. Two, we both took two different paths. Yeah, we were both 19 years old when we signed up, right? Yeah, it's kind of kind of rough. They kind of set you up for failure. Is one of the well, it's just well, one of the we kind of we kind of joined right at you know yeah right you know, when all this the shit was kicking off. Yeah, we signed up right after 9/11. After so. war after war. Yeah. Well, Oops. right after 9-11 or right after a movie about war? We'll get to that. <laughs> hey, we'll whoa, whoa, that whoa, whoa, Which whoa. takes us back to our uh, <laughs> nice little transition, I guess. Uh, takes us back to our list here. Um, we all came up with our list today for our top five military movies. Um, and we're going to read them off from five to one. So, Mike, you want to kick it off? What your number five? Uh, sure. Well, I, I want to say I think we're all, the way we've all constructed our lists, are, these are our favorite military movies and not necessarily the best military movies. Hey. I don't, I know, like, uh, the, like I have, Speak for example, for The Bridge on the River Kwai, which is generally accepted to be, like, one of, if not the greatest military movies ever made. Uh, I don't think that's on any of our lists. That's which one? The Bridge I, on the River Kwai. Never even seen it. it never yeah, heard exactly. Of it. It's a, yeah. It's a, but it's a classic film, and uh, I don't think even if we... <laughs> Was that a John Wayne movie? I don't... I'm not sure. Oh, never remember. mind. It's been a long, long time. Uh, Way to uh, do the research. Because I actually might have seen that. It was a black and white movie. Right? Way to call me on my shit, George. <laughs> no, I think I saw that. He thought well, he it didn't make your list, is, which is, which is my point. I forgot all about it. <laughs> Anyways, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, so, yeah, these are all kind of personal personal favorites. Right. So, I guess my I'll start off with my number five is going to be Crimson Tide. Crimson Tide? Crimson Tide, the uh, Denzel Washington movie. Yes. I, I don't know if you... I, we've spoken about it before on the show. Yeah, we did. I uh, forgot and how, why. about how you have never seen the right. movie. Did you ever get around to seeing it? No, because we talked about that and the hunt for Red October. Yeah, and I ended up Both watching submarine movies. Yeah, so we I ended up watching the hunt for Red October, but I haven't seen Crimson Tide. Okay, you chose the, the worst of the two. Right, I was oh, gonna work my great. way up. They were great. I was gonna All work right. my way up. Yeah, so that's uh, they had to make my top five. It's a you know navy submarine movie. It's it's a military movie, not really a war movie. It's it's more about the dynamic between. The, the captain of the submarine mm. and what what they call him, the first mate would it be? I, I wouldn't. I, Something like that. I, I yeah. specifically did not choose any submarine movies. <laughs> <laughs> you have a history with I, submarines? I don't know. I thought they were horrible well, premises. This one was pretty awesome. This one was about the chain of command and, and it was really, really great. Sounds riveting. It's, about, it's, <laughs> like there's that one, it's essentially yeah. a thriller. I mean. It's like, you it's make, they're all the same. You got that one about the U-boat or whatever. I don't know. U-571. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Is it like about German people? Hunt for Red October. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Is, was it was it like a Tom Clancy book, though? It's possible. I think so. The Hunt for Red October. Hunt for Red October. Yeah. No, The Hunt for Red October the is Tom Clancy. Yeah, that one Because was. The Hunt for Red October is, is a Jack Ryan movie, which a lot of people right, don't realize. Right, the, the guy Jack Ryan. Right? Yeah, which is uh, the role Harrison Ford made famous for Clear and Present Danger. And, uh, Alec uh, Baldwin did for Hunt for Red October. He yeah, he, no, he only played the one role in that, yeah. yeah. And, and then uh, Ben Affleck uh, was in the last one. Some of All Fears. Some of All Fears, right. Yeah. So that was my number five, uh, okay. Crimson Tide. Chris, what's your number five? I kicked it off with a memorable uh, war movie, which was that uh, Full Metal Jacket. Oh, Stanley yes. Kubrick, awesome director. I just, I mean, you just remember the, uh, wh- which I can't remember right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the whole the, the basic, memorable scene between the, what's his name, the basic <laughs> training with Gomer Pyle, and right. he blows his head off, and right. the crazy oh drill. spoiler. Yeah, because <laughs> it's the old war movie. It's yeah, Full Metal Jacket. It's not really. Is, uh, it's not really a spoiler, and it happens at the beginning of the movie, a, so you can't really call that a spoiler. <laughs> well, it's not the beginning. It's actually like midway through. No, it's like the beginning. The movie's been out for God knows how long. Yeah, I think, anyways, I feel like it starts that, with basic training. That's right, the beginning, right? He but it takes it's a, takes it's a big chunk of, in basic training, though. Quite a yeah, bit. Yeah, but it's the beginning. Alright. <laughs> Anyways, I yeah, it's a great movie. So a really it. awesome movie. Yeah, I actually watched My it a couple five. of weeks ago too. I watched it a couple of weeks ago and it still totally holds up. I mean awesome. you can just Kubrick, you can just watch all his Man. movies. Kubrick, yeah. I mean Kubrick is, is considered by many people to be the, the greatest director that ever lived. I mean, he, he was a certifiable genius. And then he died too soon. Alright, so uh, my number five is Platoon. 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 Yes, 1986 movie directed Charlie by Sheen. directed by Oliver Stone. 
stars Charlie Sheen, Willem Dafoe, Tom Berenger, and it has a bunch of smaller performances by Keith David, Johnny Depp is in it too, Forrest Whitaker, a really, really young Forrest Whitaker. You could barely recognize him. But anyways, it was just re- absolutely entertaining. Like, I guess it was just, I don't know, just like a really great thriller, I think. You know, like there was, you know, the whole Willem Dafoe and Tom Berenger storyline that was just fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I, know if you guys remember that, but. Uh, I remember we, I wasn't a huge fan of it. No, really? I wasn't a huge fan, no. I thought it was great. Yeah, it didn't make my top five. Really? Well, I really don't remember. You guys it. saw it. I've seen it's it. It's awesome. I've seen it, but it's not memorable. <laughs> it, it's not it's like, a classic, It's though. not Full Metal Jacket memorable. It is not. That it was, is a classic, though. It's not. I will it, agree with you there. If That was, like, the storyline of that movie was Charlie Sheen, who mm-hmm. was the star of that film. That Young was his Charlie answer Sheen. to his father's famous war movie. Yeah. Which is next Apocalypse on my list. Now. Okay. Oh, so that's your number four? Apocalypse Now, yeah. Right. What a segue. <laughs> you know, good. you've been doing this a while. I'm a pro. Someone has, <laughs> someone has to bring a little professionalism to this show. Right. But yeah, Apocalypse Now, obviously famous movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is generally regarded as one of the greatest war movies ever made. One of the greatest films ever made, even. Yeah. Dedicated following. This is Martin Sheen sent on a mission into Vietnam to bring back a soldier, I guess, commander who had gone rogue essentially, mm-hmm. or investigate what had happened because he had cut off communication. Right. And uh, it's this incredible kind of psychological journey. That soldier was played by the Godfather. What's his name? <laughs> uh, his name is slipping my mind right yeah. now. Yeah. The guy played Godfather. The Godfather. <laughs> he died. Fuck. <laughs> 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 What's his name? often thought of as the greatest actor of all time, but we know Marlon no Brando. Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando, Brando, Brando yeah, the, guy, yes. the, the guest. Yes, right. I, I very, I would say, I very smoothly uh, danced around his name because I couldn't remember it, and then Epic. George immediately brought it up and couldn't remember it. Epic right. fail. <laughs> Shit. Anyway, yes, Marlon Brando. Yes, yeah. who, who plays the uh, kind of, I guess, the antagonist, you would say, of the right. film. And yeah, it's this incredible psychological thriller, kind of exploring the psychological effects of warfare, yeah. especially uh, warfare in Vietnam, which was a particularly atrocious. Right. Uh, war in American history by the acts committed by Americans so mm-hmm. uh, the effect that had on them speaking of the Godfather Marlon Brando and you, you would consider Al Pacino not to cut off your number four go, go ahead <laughs> I was finished I said it when I had you to say you consider Al Pacino Robert De Niro great actors right yeah have they Robert been in a movie in a war topic? movie uh, in a war movie yeah yeah what Deer Hunter yeah, Deer Hunter is a war movie. Yeah. That's like an absolute classic right Never there, actually. Okay. You Never heard, heard of Deer Hunter? Hunter? Oh. Wow. Dude, it's kind of amazing. You can't cast. remember Marlon Brando? <laughs> hey, I couldn't remember his Let's name. My mind. I know yeah. who he was. Deer Hunter, I'm sure, I'm sure you've seen references to Deer Hunter because it's one of the most referenced. Like, there's a it's particular scene great. in that movie. It's a Vietnam movie. That is one of the most references. The, uh, what do they call it? Russian roulette? Okay. Yes. That, the, that the, was the Russian amazing. From that film is referenced in a million other oh. things. But it was yeah, amazing. I can see if you hadn't seen it, you wouldn't know where. Right. That was actually on my honorable mentions you list. You answered my question. Oh, we weren't. So, you didn't mention any well, honorable mentions. Well, I'm just saying. Yeah, it was like, it was, it's go. a great movie. You got to check it out. No, 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 you no, have to. <laughs> anyways, anyways uh, yeah, Apocalypse Now, you know, it had a really good cast too. Robert Duvall was in it. Harrison Ford was in it for a while too. He was like one of his first performances ever on film. Might have been his first. I think, yeah, I think you're right. Right? Yeah, so that, yeah, it was really an uh, awesome movie. Martin Sheen was just amazing in that. Yeah, and like you said, it does t- it does touch on a lot of the PTSD, a lot of PTSD and stuff like that, uh, psychological issues and stuff that soldiers have. It's great. Uh, Francis Ford Coppola, right, mm. directed it. It talked about PST- PTSD. PTSD before PTSD was well known. Yeah, like right, yeah. All right, Chris, what's your number four? Number four, I reserve for the comedies, but I obviously was told I can only pick one. One of this series. <laughs> well, no, one. Well, oh, no, no, I, I didn't say, say that. Like, that's not how. I, that's not what I said. I wanted yeah, because no, they no. was going to be his number four and number three, <laughs> which is totally no, fine. No, you no it wasn't. That. No, well. I, I hot shots. I it's just a memorable com- military comedy hot movie. Shots. Yes, it's what's the guy? He's dead now, but um, Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> Leslie Nielsen. Yes, and of course another Sheen classic Charlie Sheen, Sheen movie. Charlie Sheen and Once Emilio again, Estevez, right? Or was it Emilio Estevez and not Charlie Sheen? No, it was Charlie Sheen. Charlie it was Charlie Sheen, Sheen was, was the main guy. Sure, but yeah. I don't know, but hilarious movie up up there with Naked Gun. This is why you come to us for your well, movie. It, it was Carl <laughs> Carl L. Ills. I don't even know how to say his name, but he was the guy from The Princess Bride, Robin Hood, Men in Tights, Twister. What did you call him? I don't even know how to pronounce his last name. I don't even know how to pronounce it. It's like E L W E S. 
Ah, oh, God, it's a it's Carrie L. Carrie uh, L. Uh, but you know, like for Elves Princess Bride, like yeah. those movies, yeah. Carrie L. And Saw. Elves, I think it is. And Saw, but he was also yeah, he was like the the co-star in that. Yeah. So it was like Charles Sheen. But but I would put it like military comedies would just be like I mean you got so many just as, so many yeah. good ones like, which which I I wanted to throw from one on there and Georgia's. I didn't want it to be number five I uh. just stuck it as number four. <laughs> there are a lot of great military comedies in the army now was discussed in the oh, army yes. now. Tropic Thunder that movie grew up. Tropic on Thunder oh, so hilarious yeah. like totally a modern cool. classic. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't think I fell asleep like. Every time, <laughs> it's so great. I fell asleep a few times. You wouldn't think from the good. level of energy he's bringing to the show, but he gets tired sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was I, I loved that movie as a kid. Actually, it was I I watched it so Hot many Shots times. Hot Shots was memorable. Hot Shots Pardue also one of like my favorite comedies. And I was gonna kid. put one. You know, I just like saying Pardue, but he said it had to be one, so I just said Hot Shots. <laughs> I didn't say it had to be one. He said no, you, Hot Shots, right? No, what I meant or was you it had part to be one two. of those. This is an <laughs> ugly look at the behind the scenes. Of George's Iron Fist. <laughs> what I'm saying is you can't include two movies as one movie. Right. That's what I said. I wasn't. No, <laughs> but I wouldn't. I just wanted it to be that slot. You see, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so hot your number four, <laughs> just one. My number four is Black Hawk Down. Black Hawk Down, and I'm not going to get too in depth with this one, but Black Hawk Down was a Ridley Scott movie, 2001. Humongous cast, uh, but cast. for the most part, the major players were Josh Hartnett, Ewan McGregor, and Tom Sizemore. Just a really awesome movie. And I actually read the book, um, and I read it when I was in Africa. Huh, I never read the book. I read the book, and and the funny thing about this is. Which I'll get more into later when when uh, a little if bit later. it comes up again if it comes up again uh, yeah I actually read this in Africa too but I had watched the movie beforehand and it's extremely accurate to the book and and even like the the person that wrote the book can't remember who it was right now but they did ex- an extreme amount of research and tried to make it as, make it as accurate as possible because it was down like to the minute. You know, like all the all the stuff that was going on during. I like that how it event. flowed. It was just a good right. started like. Yeah, and that's what they did for the movie too. The movie was actually tried to go as extremely close as possible to the actual event, to the actual book. You know, they try to keep it as honest as possible, and so like. Which battle was that? Was that Sarajevo? What in Somalia? Yeah, Somalia. Well, yeah, it was. Yeah, in Somalia. Yeah, so like I, I totally love that movie. You watched this, right? Uh, I remember I saw it. I think we all saw it in the theater, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, many years ago. Were you with us? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't yeah. think you were. I remember... Oh, I don't know if I saw it with you. I, this, this was... I'm I sure saw I saw it. This was time. around the time, yeah. I saw it like a ton of times yeah. in the theater. But yeah, so it's just a really good movie overall. So number three... Uh, my Mike. number three is Saving Private Ryan. Yes. Kind of, I guess, the, the most popular modern war movie, probably. I mean, it's on TNT every weekend. Yeah, all the time, yes. <laughs> Tom hey. Hanks, of course, won Best Actor. Did he win Best Actor or was he just nominated? I think he was nominated three times for consecutive awards. And yeah. I don't know if he won all three How of them. Many I, I think he won for Forrest Gump and I think win. he lost for that one. Hmm? How many awards did that movie win? Uh, a shitload. Lots. I mean, that's one of those movies yes. that is Oscar bait. It was an uh, instant classic. Yeah. It was just like an instant classic movie, just amazing. I know they knew when they were doing it. Yeah. Like, this is going to be... He was clearing a space on his mantle for an Academy yeah. Award. So amazing. Spielberg. And of course launched their relationship, Spielberg and Tom Hanks. Yes, uh, working in their making a war miniseries on HBO. Band of Brothers. Uh, Band of Brothers. Uh, they've done several series of those. The Pacific. The Pacific. Also, you know, both really good. Yeah, very awesome stuff. Really good. I I, I prefer both of those to Saving Private Ryan, but this is a movie. So. I got a horrible so. confession. What's Never that? watched Band of Brothers. What? See, it's really good. That is insane. Look at that reaction. That is insane. Like I didn't want to mention it. That but. is insane. <laughs> I'm getting berated right now. I'm mad. You should see the face. This podcast is over. This is, <laughs> this is all five fingers at me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, why? He this, had to step this up is, his pointing. This is very... You know, I saw the first episode of... Uh, what's the other miniseries? Uh, the Pacific? No. Uh, Generation... Kill. Generation, Generation Kill. Generation Kill. Generation Kill. But that's episode. not a Tom Hanks... I know. I'm just no. saying. Yeah. Production. I know. That's, that's a David Simon. Wire, right. right. David Simon production. I've it's, never seen that. I, I had It was it. very good. It. Even so though it got a little crazy in the end. Anyways, you need to watch Band of Brothers. <laughs> Plain and simple. You have to watch it. I, people talk about it. Um, so, Chris, what's your number three? Number three for me, I went with uh, Inglorious Bastard as number three. That is also my number three. It probably wouldn't have been on my list except actually studying... Europe in the 20th century and yeah. World War II and just 
I don't know. It grew on me. It's like one of those movies you see it a second time and it seems to be better. Yeah. It's and just because because you don't know what's gonna happen. Like, like I'm I'm trying to like compare it to like what actually happened. <laughs> and obviously, yeah, Hitler did. There's not. to say a twist ending at the end of the movie. <laughs> right. If we're not doing spoilers, yeah, no spoilers. although we certainly can. It's well, been for a I mean, while. it's been no out spoilers. for a while, right? It's only been out for like two years. No, well, this is relevant to the not whole like story years, of right? Inglorious no, Bastards. It's years. awesome. Yeah, it's a great movie. I mean, but, come on, it kind of changes history in a way. All right, spoiler alert. <laughs> what do you have to mention it? Well, because uh, go ahead. Like, like it, if you I must, no, we 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 talked about this pre-show. America loses the war. <laughs> 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 we talked about a pre-show, and this was an interesting thing that I noticed watching the movie. You're like, wait a minute. Because because like, <laughs> it's all about that. And, and my, my, to... my my European history classes taught me that Hitler didn't die, so I thought that was weird. Uh, <laughs> in America, they taught us that Hitler died. Obviously, Hitler here. died. Right. That was a horrible t- 20th century. It was horrible for Europe. Anyways. <laughs> but, <laughs> back to my point uh, that I was getting into. <laughs> There's a lot of runway for this next statement. It better be this good. Better one. be good. <laughs> all right, go Hitler. It's all about Brad Pitt and his little band of Inglorious. But are they? <laughs> are they the Inglorious Bastards? They are. That's their uh, exactly. Well, they're, they're the bastards, right? So <laughs> they go. They 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 go to attempt to assassinate Hitler. Hitler like movies. Yeah. And they actually assassinate him. They assassinate a lot of Nazis in the theater. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. right at the, right after it ended, Gerbils I know that the the Weinstein brothers. I know they're Jewish, and it was just <laughs> awesome how Hitler died. And then the cre- before the credit, I just saw Weinstein Brothers. I was like, "Yep, that makes sense." <laughs> yeah, they yeah, it's kill. incredible. The movie's like it borders on wish fulfillment. I mean, <laughs> they would kill the way everything comes together because you go into the movie and knowing essentially that it's not going to work. Like their plan's not going to work because we all know Hitler didn't die in a movie theater. <laughs> so where is this movie going? And the fact that they do end up going there and altering history to give Amazing. you the satisfying ending you yeah. want. And of course, it that's had, why you had to watch it twice. It definitely bumped <laughs> yeah. up on my list yeah. after learning about incredible performances. Christoph Waltz winning Best Supporting Actor at the yeah. Academy Awards, and to see him like effortlessly, effortlessly switch between to think that movie English, would win French, anything. Italian, yeah. at different points in the movie, it's incredible. Yeah, yep. I had never heard of him until that movie. Right, and like he, he had been in German films. Yeah, though. he's a Belgian. He's, he's from Belgium. He's Bel- Belgian a, actor. Extremely talented guy, and obviously yeah. he won another Oscar for Django Unchained, which was another Quentin Tarantino movie. It's second yeah, Tarantino joint. Like every single performance in that movie was just amazing. What's I can't even think of like the uh, the character Shoshana. Mm. I can't think of her real name, but yeah, she was just fascinating too. It's just a great character overall. Her the name movie is was, Melanie Laurent. Yeah, she's also yeah. a singer as well. Oh, really awesome! No, she's really awesome. French like chanteuse music. It's it's really good. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, like just a great cast. Quentin Tarantino is this absolute masterpiece. You know, as he hinted at at the end wow. of the movie. Since yeah, I mean, essentially, he has his <laughs> right. main character say. Did I not say spoiler alert? You mentioned well, well, no, well no, I just said. <laughs> oh, spoiler! Alert. I said since we're in spoilers, You're right? Since we're spoiling wow. it. Wow. Anyways, <laughs> I didn't spoil it until I said spoiler alert. Great movie. Is that how it works? Great movie. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your number two, Mike? You're number you two. You're, you're number three. No, I, Inglorious Bastards was also my number three. Well, you didn't say that. I did. No, you didn't. Oh, Inglorious Bastards is my number two, actually. So oh, I saved this look at little that. time. Wow, look at so that. That's great. Ah, it worked out all right. So now yeah. we move on ah. to your number two, Chris. Well, this is too soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was, I was saving Private Ryan, so... <laughs> this is actually really we awkward. We should have. We should have. Well, I, I think, you know what's bad. I had comments that I was saving for my number two. <laughs> Use them all up. Well, no. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> saving Private Ryan. Yeah. I mean, just an awesome D-Day movie because I yeah. actually did my presentation in my history class on D-Day, and mm. just it was you know it's easy to do to be because. Uh, what did I say? <laughs> it's easy to do to me? <laughs> What's that mean? It was easy to do because 
I'm saving Private Ryan. Right, an incredible per de- uh, depiction of of D Day, the D Day invasion, storming the beaches of Normandy, and just that was so intense. Like, yeah. to see, yeah. I believe I saw it in the movie theater. I, uh, I want to yeah. say I did, and no one had depicted up until that point. And I, I don't know if that just, is the only real depiction of that, but oh, it's certainly yeah, the most that's... iconic. Oh, and and knowing the, the history, you were like, if you're watching it, you're like, why are all those sticks, like those metal uh-huh. weird ass things on the shore? Because, well, yeah, it's because they want to keep the boats from getting No, out because shore. Hitler had that whole, he had all of Europe, he had it all fortified. Are, and are to know the history. things right, right on the shore? Yeah, yeah. He had all of that fortified. The history behind that reason why they went to Normandy is because they did propaganda up. You know, that's not, that's the longest part of the English Channel. Between mm-hmm. England and uh, Germany, well, Europe, yeah, and they 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 kept doing propaganda to make them think that they were going to go the shortest point. So Hitler put like ten divisions up there. Oh, okay. Ah. And uh, what's his what? Well, not Patton, uh, but Eisen somebody, one of them. Generally. Eisenhower. I don't know. One of the yeah, either Eisenhower or somebody Dude, had Eisenhower. an army up there by the shortest part, and then mm-hmm. uh, it? Canada, uh, England, and what's it? Uh, what Chamberlain? <laughs> Not Will Chamberlain, the director of the uh, of the British fleet, or the director of the Allied fleet was not an American. It was not no. Eisenhower. It was well, uh, it was what's well, his name? Eisenhower was was it Eisenhower? Well, England was in charge of like they, you know we it was joint, so Eisen, yeah. it was Eisenhower. Okay, but you're gonna have to edit some of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that's all staying in. <laughs> all right, enough of history class now. Let's go. Ooh, look at that. <laughs> I'm just sorry for trying to bring a little uh, enlightenment to the podcast. That was an interesting uh, yeah, that's class. Yeah, that yeah. yeah, was pretty good, actually. So that was your number two, right? And that's why. All right. Well, not, my number two is Full Metal Jacket, oh. which uh, you, you talked about. We should have coordinated this uh, shit. No, that. it doesn't matter because, you know, we can't <laughs> compromise our own lists. You should have uh, I'd be willing to compromise my list. <laughs> no. What was that first one you did? For the good of the show. The bridge on, on the, <laughs> the bridge on the river Kwai. You've never heard of this film? It's one of the most classic films ever. Search for it right now. Because I want. I think that's a John Wayne movie, and I'm pretty sure I saw that. I'm not going to search for it, because I don't think it's important. Okay. So, so why is Full Metal Jack so high? Full, I, like, I'm going like to take over this show. Like we, someone like we has said, to. Like we said, Full Metal Jack is just like... It's just an amazing movie, a movie that you can just watch over and over again. Whenever it's on TV, it's like, I can just totally sit down and watch it for, you know, it's like two and a half hours long. It doesn't matter to me. I'll sit down and watch it. Be entertained like it's the first time I've watched it. I don't know, you know? about that. It's great. I think it's it's just so great. The, you know, like the basic training element is just so fascinating. And I think a lot of it is because we were in the military too. So, like, I love that basic training part. For me, you know, and like that transition, which you, you talked about earlier from that basic from the basic training to the actual war to Vietnam was just like, I mean, it's one of the most known scenes in, in the history of film with, with the song, these boots are made for walking and, you know, the, the hookers strutting to these soldiers and it's just the classic line, you know, uh, you know, me love you long time. Like, it's just this very memorable scene, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just it's just an amazing movie. We're doing honorable mentions. Yeah, we're going to name a few. Um, so anyway, Stan, it's a, like we said, it's a Stanley Kubrick movie. Matthew Modine uh, stars in it. Arlie Ermey, who I actually saw in Afghanistan. Um, he's a super humongous guy who plays a drill sergeant. You know, a real um, drill sergeant. A real drill sergeant. Who was he, He's a guy that actually was in the military. And um, that entire line, or the, the famous speech of him yelling at the uh, at the recruits, was all him. He wrote that. He yeah, he improv. He improvised that. Yeah, on just, set. just like he was a real drill sergeant, real, real drill sergeant, real soldier. So um, his performance just overall is an incredibly important part of that movie, and it was just just amazing. You know, Adam Baldwin from Firefly has a part in this. He just plays animal his, mother, right? He plays this crazy, whacked out guy. He plays the role that set up every other role that followed in his career. <laughs> right? Yeah, obviously, yeah, in Firefly too. <laughs> yeah, he's cast as that guy in every role, yeah. and he is kind of that guy in real life. If you ever seen him on Twitter, oh really? No, he's like I a know. hardcore gun nut. Oh wow! Yeah, I mean, he's just great. Just a great movie overall. I totally love it. So number one, Mike. My number one is A Few Good Men. The, Aaron, the the movie that kind of put Aaron Sorkin on the map. That it originally Aaron Sorkin had written that as a play, and because he was a playwright, and uh, it, the adaptation of that play into a movie is what essentially brought Aaron Sorkin into film and television. 
classic film. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Of course, Aaron Sorkin's first film. Uh, it's got that great Sorkin dialogue. This is Tom Cruise, Demi Moore. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson, famous lines. You know, yeah. you can't handle the truth and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, all <laughs> good stuff. It's cheesy, actually, thinking about it's, it. Well, in context, it was you pretty You know, good. actually, thinking about it, you mentioned that that was your number one. Yeah. It just hit me that that's your number one. Yeah, it's a fantastic I'm, movie. I'm kind of disappointed. I, the, movie, <laughs> the reason I that's my number one is because they show it on AMC a lot. And every time it comes on, I get sucked right back into it. Yeah. I've yeah. seen it a million times. But you just named See, a Tom Cruise number, movie as your number one. Tom, Tom Cruise was Cruise. a damn good actor. Yeah, yeah, he is. Listen, you he's just said crazy. was. You just said was a damn good. Yeah, he's he crazy still is. Now. He's a lunatic. <laughs> he's, but he's still a great actor, regardless of his the personal. Last but Mission Impossible crazy. was pretty good. I have a, I have a hard time. Mission Impossible was the first time that kind of got me back on the Tom Cruise yeah. thing because I couldn't let his personal crazy life. I couldn't keep it separate from his films. I didn't want to watch his anything with him. Life isn't really crazy. It's mainly his the he tabloids. Thinks, he thinks he can change your eye color with his mind. It's he's a lunatic. The tabloids. The tabloids make him seem crazy. But he's the, he's an actual lunatic though. He, Mel Gibson's he's an actual lunatic. Hey, it's not a Tom Cruise movie, anyways. <laughs> it is a Tom Cruise movie. Well, yeah. I know. <laughs> he was like the main star. I never seen but it. But it was <laughs> never seen movie, yes. I've never, never seen it. What did you yeah. talk about me yeah. about? Oh, I've never Band seen of it. Brothers. You've never seen wow. it. Wow, yeah, man. Oh, ten fingers film. at you now. I've never like, seen it. And and Band of Brothers is like ten hours. A few good men's like an hour and twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, I know. Really? But yeah. Band of Brothers is is not as good as Men. It's I, not. I can't. I don't know. I don't know about you that. can't. Are you crazy? Hey, it probably is. And a movie that swept the Academy Awards when it came out is not as good as a Band of Brothers. Yeah. When did it come out? 90s. In the 90s, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, it was in the 90s, and this you was You can't Tom handle the truth! This is Tom Cruise at the I height of his power, when he's, like, when he was the most charismatic he's been in his career. Yeah. And he was immediately, like, you could immediately see, like, that guy's a superstar. Oh, yeah, he was, he was on it, it. It's always been one of those movies that I'm like, I have to watch it sometime. Yeah. I just have not gotten around to watching it. You sold your number one. Yeah. I'm still kind of disappointed, but you sold it. I mean, well, it a, has a lot of 90s-isms, the way the score is used in the film. Uh, the way it's, the score really kind of swoops in to accentuate moments, and that's something that films have kind of steered away from mm-hmm. in, in the last decade or so. But in the 90s, that was a big thing, so you, you might have to forgive it a little bit with that. I mean, if you're going to watch older movies like Top Gun or something like that, you're going to notice little things. Who was that little female? kind of anachronism. Was it Sharon Stone? No, no, no it was Michelle Pfeiffer. It was oh, Moore. <laughs> you're way off. Take a bit. It's one of them. It was Demi Moore, Lieutenant Kathy. Well I, well, I mean, I have to watch that movie now. You had to, no, you had to watch it before. I know, now everybody I knows you watched. need to watch it. <laughs> you hey. have never seen yeah. The Good Men? You know, I don't know, man. Like, You know how many times it's it just set up, been on it TV? It set up the career of Aaron Sorkin. That is who, pretty... Network okay, TV. Who would go yeah. on to write The West Wing for... Cable who, TV. For a young liberal like myself, you know, The West Wing is like the Bible. You know, I totally didn't know West Wing was like this liberal propaganda thing. You didn't? I totally would have been watching it this whole time. Wow. It is... It yeah. is that that's is the I, show that I have shaped watched the mind of a generation of young liberals. And I am like... Completely, and, and you, I am a liberal without West Wings. So. You love it. I mean, if you were there, would you would be running it. for president right now. I always like Martin show. Sheen. I like glanced at it, but I don't know. Martin Sheen after watching that show, he's the president. Yeah, you yeah, wish yeah, yeah. That existed. Yeah, yeah, great. Chris, you're number one. It's number kind of, one. Okay, go ahead. I'm the on number one. one. What did yeah. you have to say? You no, can go first. The no, I was going to say that it's kind of like an oddball out of all the mixture of of movies that we've talked about. Yeah, it's an oddball. They're mostly they're mostly they're mostly like action. It's only oddball because you've never seen it. Hey. Hey, I'm I'm not saying it's but I'm sure it's great. I'm sure it's great. That's it. But you wouldn't. I think it was good. Obviously. It's great. Well, there you go. So five. you're making it seem like it's totally totally not even in your top five. We don't know that yet. So it might be your number one. No, what I just is said your it's number not one? Because now we already said it's my number one, and I'm I'm still I'm still weaning towards it. I'm letting the suspense build. <laughs> What's your number one? America waits. <laughs> Do I just have to say it, or can I say? Yeah. It? Well, I mean, it's no. You, you can set it, it up if you want. You you have to act out the words, and then we guess them. <laughs> little charades, game. charades. <laughs> Black Hawk Down. Yes. <laughs> that was a very accurate and disrespectful depiction of that movie. Oh wow. <laughs> Alright, so Black Hawk Down is no, Black Hawk one. Down. Black, I, Black Hawk Down is my number one. I figured this would be at the top of your list. Now, the way I oh, remember... Oh, you're totally going to steal my thunder? You well, can, I'm no, just steal saying, my thunder. As an just anecdote, the way I remember it, this movie is the reason you two joined the military. It is like... I don't know. It planted the seed of I seem to remember us all watching that movie several <laughs> times and then you guys walking into work saying, We joined the military. <laughs> That's the montage yeah. that I remember. Alright. 
<laughs> now, after you stole my thunder, I made that personally number one because of uh, said Mike. It's Thank true? You. Well, all right. I mean, I mean, I mean it basically. George denies it, but I feel like that was no, the that's basically, behind joining the I mean, military. that's basically. I mean, we didn't. I don't know why we joined. <laughs> it's all a haze now. Eleven years later, that is your answer to it all. I don't know why we joined. Uh, you went from 2001 to 2007? 2002 to 2007. 2002 to 2007. Yeah, five years. So you joined the military out of shame from Eddie Curry going to the NBA. <laughs> but then left the military in anticipation hey, but, of Derrick Rose look at this. joining the NBA. Where is he now? I don't know how much credit I would give the movie, but I'll give it a hundred percent. Okay, you, yeah, okay. It's totally planted the scene it because when we watched this movie, we we're like, that is because I remember cool. at the time you it guys were cool. like, if yeah, that movie wasn't military, so man. damn cool, we probably wouldn't have joined. Yeah, that's oh, what yeah. I'm thinking. I mean, but it was just so cool. Like I would never want to be in that situation. Mm. Yeah, and I never have been. But that was just cool. It, it was. was a great movie. It was just like I it said, was a good and movie. it was it fascinating. It's an extraordinary propaganda. Tool. It's definitely not the best military movie, obviously. But uh, this isn't about it. Right, this is about our, as I said. Right. Is if we were one. doing the best, of course, we would all say the bridge on River Kwai. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably yeah. not. But just I'd probably <laughs> do same. <laughs> was, like I said before, it was just a great movie. Yeah, it was fairly instrumental when in us joining the military, and that's why it's also just always had like a special place in my heart and everything. And. uh you yeah, know, I haven't watched this since. The, the funny thing is, the funny thing is about it that I kind of uh, hinted at earlier is that we watched this movie about this conflict in Somalia, and then sure enough, as soon as we finish our basic training, I get sent to Africa, which, to Djibouti, Africa, which is like right outside of Somalia. So to me, it was just like holy shit! So like, you're what are the odds? Freaking the like, I was like, yeah, what are the odds that I'm going to go to this place right there by mm-hmm. this? And this you area? were in a Black Hawk Down incident. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then one day when I was in a Black Hawk, it started going down. I was like, fuck you, Chris. I'm just kidding. No. That's what he had written on his helmet. Look at the the arc of the show. It was started off with, fuck you, Chris. And then he brought it it full circle to working out his issues with you. No, no, no. But it was great. And it was a big cast. A lot of people were in this movie that before they kind of blew up, Tom Hardy was in it. Josh. Well, Josh Hartnett was started in it. He started in it. But Tom Hardy was in it. Orlando Bloom was in it. Yeah, he was in it. Uh, who played Bane? A lot of un-Americans, as I call um, them. Eric Bana, also. <laughs> Eric Bana, also un-American. Yep. Ty Burrell was in it, the, from Modern Family. Un-American? <laughs> un-American. People who aren't American are un-American. And uh, Jeremy Piven. So it was just a humongous cast, and it's kind of fun to look back onto when you watch it again. You see all these familiar faces and all these small roles and everything. But overall... Great movie. Yeah. yeah, not bad. It didn't make my list uh, for a lot of reasons. One, because it stole my friends from me. <laughs> right. Uh, but also because the main character, the guy, the, the guy's main character also turned out it's to be not on. a great guy. Yeah. Uh, after, after the war. What are you talking about? He's, He's a rapist. Yeah. He the, guy, the guy Josh, or I'm sorry. Uh, Josh Hartnett. Josh character. Hartnett. What? Yeah. He played, raped the girl. Yeah. After. Uh, like in real life? Or in real, in life, real yeah, life. The character, that, that character went on to Wait, what's do some not great things. <laughs> yeah, the character of Josh Hartnett. Josh Hartnett did not rape anybody. <laughs> I want to make that very clear for anyone who's listening. Do not sue us. <laughs> Josh, Josh Hartnett is not a rapist. <laughs> so he's not a rapist. He's not a rapist. So wait, he what? but he played a rapist. In the movie? guy in Black Hawk Down, <laughs> the main character, the character of Black he Hawk played Down, the character in Black Hawk Down, Down ended wow. up raping a girl after the movie. Wow, we got too in depth with that whole that's rape. My, <laughs> It was an offhand comic. Right. Chris wanted to investigate. <laughs> That's my number one. And I, I just wanted to keep us out of legal trouble. Anyway, so... <laughs> At what point in the movie did he rape the movie? Oh, my God! <laughs> right at the beginning. The if, you, if, you know, if you blink, you miss it. Really? All right. <laughs> Black Hawk Down was about rape, right? <laughs> That's the that's military term for rape? It's, what's your number one, George? So my number one <clears throat> is Saving Private Ryan. Oh, I nice. absolutely love this movie. Um, like we talked about earlier, this movie really changed the way people see war movies. Mm-hmm. You know, it was... It, it, was it seemed it se- it was not just gruesome, but it was like it seemed to be like very realistic. But you know World what War II was gruesome. And and the thing is that like my sister used to work at when she used to work at the movie theater, they were showing Saving Private Ryan we in her theater, the and a lot of World War Two vets went in, and they left like after five minutes because they couldn't handle it. And they came out. My sister said a few of them came out like crying, pretty much saying that it was just too realistic, 
and they couldn't handle it. Mm-hmm. You know, and and when you watch it, it's just extremely intense. You know, and and you, really we had that silence on the boat. I mean, it's probably not as good an anecdote as Chris's actual history lesson, but <laughs> right, it's all right. I just I've always loved this movie. It's probably it's one of my favorite movies of all time. You know, it's just so great. Like we said, Steven Spielberg, Tom Hanks, just amazing. And and just another one of those movies, another one of those war movies that just had a whole bunch of you know, a, b- a bunch of recognizable actors in really tiny roles. I, I held back because one of them is not a great actor. Uh, uh, Vin Diesel, isn't it? Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel in the role of his career, essentially in terms of respectability. Yeah. But though he went on to carry some pretty amazing Riddick. franchises. Right, he did. Come on. Like I'm not going to sit movie. here like while him. you disrespect Vin Diesel. <laughs> anyway, because the Pitch Black franchise. was like a B movie and like a cult hit. Like, yeah, it became I didn't like Riddick. It's a cool sci-fi movie. Yeah. Outside of Vin Diesel, uh, it had a great cast. <laughs> no, but it was just like kind of funny to see him in that role, and he was actually really good at that role. But Edward Burns is in it, and he was just great in it. Giovanni Ribisi, who was one of the guys I always love seeing in movies. Like he just plays every. You know who I like seeing in the movies? Great actor. Yeah, he's got a real character actor vibe to him. He says he, he does plays weird pretty well. Right. You yeah. Know my actor I love, Steve Buscemi. Buscemi, but he's not in this. But Matt Damon. <laughs> I'm surprised he's not. He's Matt Damon, Damon Paul yeah. Giamatti, Ted Danson, Barry Pepper. Just a great cast overall. Extremely important movie, I think, when it comes down to war movies and, and just movies in general. It really did change the way, you know, like how they started filming these war movies and everything. Same Pirate was the first movie that had those very graphic, realistic battle scenes. Then Red Lion kind of had it several months later. So it kind of changed the changed the way you saw you know war movies and just Didn't style the way I saw war movies and so you speak it, for yourself man you should speak for yourself it was great it was great I loved it <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah pretty good so real quick honorable mentions Mike what are a couple of your honorable mentions none I have none I only wrote down uh, Chris what are your honorable mentions <laughs> alright I had a thought I, like I started writing things like when I said are we doing honorable mentions yeah I really should have put this in there. Red Tails. Anybody see Red Tails? No. I haven't seen Red Tails. Oh my god, you need to watch Red Tails. I really? heard kind of the story really behind good movie. Red Tails about uh, how that was uh, It was George Lucas, Lucas yeah. self-funded that essentially yeah. because he was he was essentially told, if not in as many now, ways. he made it like a couple years ago. It's really, I'm sure it didn't take anything out of his... <laughs> right, but I mean the way the way he spoke about it, he said he couldn't get the movie right. Back produced the because yeah. it was a black cast. Yeah. And you can't get a war movie starring only but black that people was, made. You need to... You, you need, that's one movie. Yeah, I'll one. check it, it out. It was really good. I'll check it out. I don't have oh. that much faith in George Lucas as a director. I wanted to mention yeah. something about, like, the first Blu-ray I ever got was, uh. like, what was the other movie? I, Letters of Iwo Jima and what was... There? Flags of Our Fathers. Flags of Our Fathers. Yeah, Clint Eastwood uh, directed both of them. Both of them. Flags of Our Fathers and then... I never watched them. I bought the Blu-rays <laughs> and so, never watched uh, them. Flags of Our Fathers, I read the book. Amazing book. Yeah. The film itself... Was not so great, but I gotta say that Letters from Iwo Jima was amazing. Yeah. I, I really love that. It's like the Japanese soldiers aspect of World yeah, right. War II, and it was really great. I own it. Yeah. Never watched. You it. gotta watch that one for sure. <laughs> First you Blu-ray ever bought. Yeah. And then I got a <clears throat> Sergeant Bilko. Sergeant Bilko, which is a hilarious, hilarious. Comedy. And if, as long as Steve and the subject of comedy stripes has to be in there. Stripes classic stripes. Bill Murray. Oh, I thought yeah. you didn't have an honorable mention. Well, I, you just you spurred it in my mind. Yeah, just a rattle off. The Apocalypse Now. We talked about it a little bit earlier. Uh, Deer Hunter, uh, amazing classic <laughs> movie. Uh, Never seen it. Uh, Glory. Who've heard of it? <laughs> Glory was just a fantastic Civil War movie. You're really pushing Glory. It, I think everyone should watch that one too. It was just great. everyone did watch it in a class one time. Right. right. I've uh, never seen Glory. Another one is Restrepo, which is a movie I'm pretty sure it won. Restrepo. Uh, is it, a, it's an a Academy documentary. Award. Yeah, it's a documentary about the soldiers in uh, Afghanistan. Uh, oh yeah, I heard about it was, that. It was pretty, it was pretty. It was operating base. Pretty yeah. intense. Very right. intense. Wasn't it the, the journalist? Perspective. It was. I, I think no. It was like yeah, it, was it, it was videos that those soldiers took. You know what? Well, it's a documentary, isn't it? You know yeah, what? It was a documentary. Was... All right. So real quick, <laughs> no. we got a we got a uh, a list here from our buddy Alex uh, Ochoa. His number five is strips. I think he meant stripes. Throw him out like that, man. Uh, his number How four. You do <laughs> what is this? His number four is Black Hawk Down. <laughs> Did he spell his, that wrong? His, <laughs> <laughs> His number three is Blark Hawk Doom. <laughs> his number four. His number three is Saving Prayer Ryan. <laughs> number two, Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> and number one. <laughs> number. <laughs> God, stop, Chris. Chris is like completely like red right now. 
Uh, his number one is Hunt for Red October. Hunt for Red you October. You know what's sad? And what's that? He only said stripes because we mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> and another, another my, my brother Alex said that the only l- movie that deserves to be on, on the list is In the Army Now. In the Army Now. <laughs> Which I think we can all agree. I mean, these are a lot of good movies. That's the only you know, I would say great For Pauly Shore, yeah. that was probably his best. <laughs> and really the high point of Andy Dick's career. Yeah. No, Andy Dick is uh, a, That was before he went nuts with, like, you know, drug yeah. addiction. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that's about it. Uh, America's sweetheart. That's it. All right, so uh, thanks for listening. That was a fun little list we had there, even though we digressed a lot. <laughs> but that was fun. Remember, you can find our show on iTunes and our website, somecinema.com. You can subscribe there on both. Email us at podcast.somecinema.com. You can find all of us individually on Twitter as well. You can find me at delopez23. Um, Mike? You can find me at Mike Gonzalez, M-I-K-E-G-O-N-Z-A-L-E-Z. You know, Chris? if I actually get followers on Twitter, I will... Um a tribute to this show but it's <laughs> The Matrix the like Matrix. the movie yes. Matrix but The Matrix right 523 right. 523 you're gonna get the something that's, cinematic that's, bump that's Twitter alright well you can find the show at some cinema as well uh, on Twitter and find us on Facebook that's about it thanks you for listening we'll talk to you later when you ought to be truthing and you keep losing when you ought to not bet you keep saying when you ought to be a changing. Now what's right is right, but you ain't been right yet. These boots are made for walking, and that's just what they'll do. One of these days, these boots are gonna walk all over you. You keep playing where you shouldn't be playing And you keep thinking that you'll never get burned Ha! I just found me a brand new box of matches, yeah And what he knows you ain't had time to learn These boots are made for walking And that's just what they'll do One of these days these boots are gonna walk all over you Are you ready, boots? Start walking